0: If you
2: dare
1: This is the Nightcap on V the Sports Betty Network.
2: Hour three of the nightcap here on a Tuesday evening, fresh off the Fourth of July. That's Scott Seidenberg. I am Tim Murray. Scott sitting in for Sean one more night. He'll head back to his normal post, and uh, Sean King will be back. Uh, but uh, you know, it's it's been a weird feel. We too much agreements going on today. so <laughs> I don't know. We gotta we gotta spice it up a little bit. So. Uh, I don't think Chris is uh, really a, a big spicer-upper, uh, but we love Chris Andrews. He is the sports book director over at the South Point. Chris, uh, yesterday, was it a day in which you called the Nevada Gaming Commission and said, hey, thank you for not allowing us to book the hot dog eating contest? Because boy, oh boy, with the, uh, with the visitor on the stage, it messed up a lot of books from around the country.
3: Glad we don't book that. <laughs> uh, you know, and it was one of those deals where, like, about you know about noon yesterday, I called in. and said, we're, we're not booking that, are we? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, good. I, I didn't think so. So I'm glad to hear we didn't. But, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Gaming Commission. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, maybe have your own contest over there with the hot dog cart uh, next to the sports book.
3: <laughs> Set your own so, Yeah, well, we did that with – we did that with Von Tobel. I have the poster in my office. You've seen it, Scott. Yeah. You know, uh, Jimmy Benham, He couldn't be He couldn't eat seven and eleven minutes, and uh, he made four and a half, and uh, he threw up. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. He did not win. He did not win. Well, uh,
1: also going on now, we got the Vegas Summer League coming here this week. Uh, will you guys be booking yeah. Summer League
3: action? Yeah, unfortunately, we will. Yeah, we're <laughs> going stop us from that too. But uh, yeah, we'll be booked. You know, it, it's funny. We get quite a quite a bit of play. And of course, um, you're standing bookmaking procedures. You know, you take a bet, you move it half a point. I mean, you got to throw that out the window. <laughs> it doesn't work like that in the December leagues because you know sometimes, yeah, a lot of times, the guys are finding out who's playing, who isn't. And uh, let me look real quick. Um, Oh, my God, we actually were up over 100 bucks for the day in Summer League. So I'm very happy with that. <laughs> actually, actually, was good. You know, actually, it was good. We, we, had, uh, we had quite a bit of business. So, so that's always nice. But, uh, you know, I'm glad we got that. We're still slightly in the black for the day. So that's always nice,
2: too. I'm looking at your futures odd right now for, the, you know, actual meaningful basketball in the NBA. Yeah. And, and this time yeah. of year – uh, as, as some folks have called it, silly season. And now with the Kevin Durant just kind of yeah. rumors lurking out there. Kyrie, I imagine, not as a big a mover as Kevin Durant, obviously. Uh, how do you guys go about um, your futures market? Because it's still up right now, obviously. You've got Warriors yeah. and, and Celtics and Suns all at 6-1. to one. So how have you gone about adjusting your odds with rumors and speculation of most, most, specifically, Kevin Durant.
3: Well, I took down the conferences. You know, for two reasons. First of all, uh, he will, if he goes to you know any particular team, just pick any one of the ones that they're talking about. It's going to have a big influence on the conference odds. Uh, the other thing about that, you know, and, and generally, and, and again, very generally speaking, the conference odds are about half of what the NBA championship odds are. Like I said, that's a rule of thumb, Uh, but we don't do half the business. So the liquidity is nowhere near half as much on the conference championships as it is in the NBA. Uh, So if we get we get bet on, you know, uh, some team to win the championship, uh, there's a lot of maneuverability on my part. To, to kind of even it out a little bit and spread the risk uh, around a little bit. If you do that with the conference, uh, you know, just the liquidity isn't there. People are not betting that nearly as much. Now you get some of your wise guys that are betting if they see a bargain. That, that's that's the nature of the beast no matter what we do. But, you know, your casual fans, uh, they they don't bet the conference nearly, nearly as much as they do the NBA championship. So my conference odds are down. My championship odds are up. And I'm looking at them right now, and I went through them today, and we have a pretty decent, uh, you know, theoretical hold. Right? It's like 24, percent so we're not, you know, we're being a little conservative, but uh, you know, we're certainly not out gouging the public on something like this. I, you know, I think the odds are, you know, fairly representative, and, and we do have some pretty decent business already.
2: Well, and Chris, you know, it's it's I don't have to tell you how to do your your job, but it's it's classic bookmaking. Your power ratings aren't always going to equal what the odds indicate right because there's there's acts one way or the other and you and I think I saw the Westgate today I'm sure a lot of other shops are are similar actually DraftKings has it a tick lower at 11 to 1 the Lakers if they're 12 to 1 and I'm sure your opinion isn't that high on the Lakers that would be my guess but people love to bet the Lakers especially in this town right
3: well, it's funny. We just went through, because I, I was on vacation. Today was my first day back. And the first thing I did was uh, look at the conference odds, uh, or with, look at all the futures. I'm sorry, look at all the futures. And I'm going through, I'll get to the NBA, and I'm looking, the Lakers, we lose a ton on the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> Who is betting the Lakers at 12 to 1? But they're, they're betting the hell out of them. I mean, right now I'm looking, they're by far my biggest risk. And I said, well, I'm just going to leave it at 12 to one. They're taking it. God bless them, I guess. But uh, you know, they, they 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 didn't do much last year. They didn't even make the playing game. And now you're taking 12 to one. And listen, LeBron, great player. I mean, I don't know if he's the greatest of all time. He's certainly in the But he's 38 years old, and they need a lot more help other than just LeBron. So uh, guys who want to take the 12 to one? Yeah, you know, they, they have at it.
1: I know you and I, Chris, have talked about the uh, the dog days of summer uh, are here. Uh, you know, obviously the Vegas Summer League is bringing in, will bring in a good handle hopefully for you guys. Um, but Major League Baseball is pretty much all that we have here and then obviously the All-Star break coming up in a couple of weeks. Have you seen an uptick in Major League Baseball handle once the NHL and the NBA came to a close?
3: Yeah, as a matter of fact, I have. We were looking today and uh, our handle on a daily basis uh, I wish I can give you a percentage, but I really don't have it, but it's gone up quite a bit. You know, we get, uh, we've had a lot of, you know, a lot of five, ten $10,000 bets, you know, in the last uh, few days. Uh, like I said, I was gone for a week, but I was still watching the action a little bit when I was gone away. And you know, I, had made, I made my daily phone call regardless, but I was looking today. We had quite a bit of action and uh, yeah, it's definitely picked up. I don't, you know, I guess, you know, there's so many dollars to be spread around. And without the NBA and the NHL, it's uh, funneled into baseball. But our handle has been really, really good the last couple of days, last couple of weeks, really.
2: Chris, I've seen a bunch. We're talking to Chris Andrews, sportsbook director over at the South Point. Uh, a bunch of tweets today, different sportsbooks, you know, from across the country and their futures situation. And it, it's almost at least a couple of the the tweets that I saw uh, was, Fifty percent Yankees, fifty percent everybody else. Uh, you guys do have the Yankees at three to one to win the World Series. I think you're at plus a dollar sixty to win the pennant. Uh, where are you on your futures book right now? Has it is it similar here for the South Point with a lot of action coming in on the Yankees to win the World Series and the pennant?
3: Yeah, uh, you know we're in decent shape for the pennant. Uh, we're using a plus one sixty as you said for the pennant. We're in decent shape there. I mean, we're a loser, a slight loser on them to win the uh, to win the World Series. You know, not much. Very very small figure. So nothing we can't maneuver out of. Um, you know, but I'm looking, I mean, the Dodgers, we're, we're in, like, great shape with the Dodgers. And, I, you know, I know they're not the Yankees. But, you know, still, you talk about the Yankees, and let's assume they win the East, which I think is a fairly uh, reasonable assumption. But even then, you know, you got, I don't know who else is going to be in the playoffs. But, you know, you got the Rays, you got the Red Sox have been playing great last couple months. Um, You know, the Twins are, you know, going to certainly be competitive. Uh, So, I mean, is it going to be hard for them? Yeah. I mean, they deserve to certainly be, you know, a pretty big favorite at this point, which they are. Uh, But like I said, I'm in decent shape with the pennant. Slight loser for the World Series. Nothing really to get excited about. But uh, yeah, I got some good prices, prices up and down the uh, up and down the board on everybody else, and you know hope hope to spread that risk around a little bit. So I'm probably not quite as in bad a shape as everybody else. You know, I've got Vinny chirping in my ear pretty much every day. You better watch out for those games. You better watch out for the Mets. Yeah. Yes, Vinny. I get the paper, too. I understand. You know, But, but yeah, he's right. And I'll tell you what, the Mets right now, that's another you know, pretty dangerous team. I and mean, we do pretty good with the Mets. And I guess Degrom had a pretty good outing the other day. Um, you know, so, I mean, what, I, you know, I think, I think the Mets are very viable, too. So, and we're in decent shape with them as well.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask if there's one team out there that would really crush you if they went on to win the
3: World Series. You know, at this point, it's the Red Sox. Wow. Uh, I can't, you know, they have been playing well, and I had a big, big price on them. And uh, one of my really good players, and this this guy bets me a ton of futures, and really a, a ton of football and a ton of futures. And he bets some other stuff along the way, too. I mean, he's a really, really good customer. And he came in and he bet the Red Sox for a pretty big amount. And I remember thinking, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're starting to play good ball. But he caught on to them like before anybody else. And, you know, I forget when he bet them, probably close to two months ago, something like wow. that. And they've really been playing well since then. So, yeah, that's a team that, uh, you know, I've got to sweat the rest of the way. And I'll tell you the truth, that's some pretty decent sweat because they are playing some pretty good ball. You know, like I said, they're not going to win the, the uh, A.O. East, but they get in as a wild card. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, they, they could definitely make some noise.
2: He is Chris Andrews, the sportsbook director over at the South Point, and I can only imagine how excited he is about the future of O'Neill Cruz. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I, you're a Pittsburgh guy, don't you like O'Neill Cruz? Yeah, I just, you know, that. listen, I just figured you'd like they
3: got great bats. They got some great bats, but like my one friend who's another Pittsburgh guy, Nick Nemitz, you are know, where he goes, Boy, this is a big series this week. You know, what are you talking about? He says, Well, you know, Yankees and Pirates. He says, oh, Really? It's a big series? He says, Yeah, you know, all these uh, up and coming hitters for the Pirates, uh, they're going to try to make the Yankee team something.
1: <laughs> they they'll be playing
3: their best. Chris, great yeah. stuff as <laughs> always. We appreciate <laughs> it. There yeah. he is. Chris Andrews.
1: This is the Nightcap on VCN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of Citycasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are Citycasts in Chicago, Denver. Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Alongside Scott Seidenberg, sitting in for Sean King, I am Tim Murray. We just heard from Chris Andrews, and uh, he asked a, a good question about who would you, who would the South Point get crushed by if they won the World Series? And he said it was the Boston Red Sox. Yep. And Chris said, yeah, we're sweating a little bit. And, mm-hmm. and what did you say after today? Well, the Red are Sox
1: are in second place in the AL East. They are the first wild card in the American League, 45 and 36 right now. What do you think about?
2: I mean, I don't know what and that.
1: Plus 59 run differential, what which you, is the best among the wild cards. I should teams. have asked Chris what the number was that that player got it at. It had to have been, had to have been 30 to 1. Yeah, If not higher, because he said there's it, 30
2: to 1 right now. He said it was long, but he said it was could a couple fi- months ago. It could have been 50 to 1. Yeah. They're 30
1: to 1 right now. You had a 50 to 1 ticket on the Red Sox. How would you be feeling today? I feel great. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd try and sell it. I could hit the hell out of the ball. I'd try and sell it. Once they get to the playoffs, try and sell it. All
2: right. I, I, I mentioned this to you during the break, and I, I wanted to save it for the air because I thought you made an interesting point. So, look, I love when the Mets fall apart. It's hilarious because uh, it happens all the time. But they're, they're a really good baseball team, and they've got a lot of talented players. But you look at that division, and the Braves are playing really well right now. Um, Phillies, their bullpen's been great, but I, you can't really trust them. But it, it's really the Braves, right? The Braves have kind of figured it out here. Uh-huh. So I'm looking at DraftKings right now. We'll use those odds. Mets lost today, but the return of Scherzer throws... Six scoreless, strikes out. What was it eleven? Uh, he was tremendous. Degrom just had a um, a rehab start, but those odds on the screen we're about to show you at DraftKings have even ticked down a little bit, down a dime. Mets minus one eighty five, Braves plus one fifty. So the jokes are going to start. Oh, the Braves! You know they're they're going to you know they're going to the Mets are going to met. What would you do with the New York Mets at minus one eighty five to win the
1: division right now? Shop around because there are better prices out there. Okay. and this. But is is, now
2: the time to buy? Yes.
1: I think now is the time to buy in on the Mets. Uh, Scherzer looked great. DeGrom looked great in his rehab start. Uh, They will make a move at the trade deadline to either get another bullpen arm or another bat, or if not, both. And I think the number now might be the lowest it's going to be. The Braves are only two and a half games back of the Mets now. And... There was a time where this number was a lot higher than it is right now and the Mets have had this luxury of you know starting out as great as they did, which afforded them an opportunity to lose some games. They're the first NL team to 50 wins. This is now what the halfway point of the season and they're 50 and 31. So if they you know do this uh, for the second half of the year that we you know 100 wins, For this team, they're not going to need 100 wins. 95 is more than enough. And I absolutely think that this team is capable of winning this division. I do think they'll get better with DeGrom, with Scherzer, McGill eventually. And um, the time now, I think, is to buy in on the Mets, actually.
2: I'm looking at the schedule right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Three, six, nine. That's how many games left (laughs) The Mets have with the Nationals.
1: I heard so those nine wins. (laughs)
2: They close out the season with nine, or sorry, with three games at home uh, against this Nationals team. You know the Braves, on the other hand, let's take a look at how many they have. Uh, They close out the first half. I'll say this, Scott. Mm Hmm. Wait. The Atlanta Braves have seven games with the Washington Nationals before the All Star break. So wow. you might be able to... So the number might get even better on the Mets. That's the point. So they, have, uh, they beat the, the the Cardinals tonight, the Braves did, 7-1. to They got the Cardinals for two more. Home for three this weekend against the Nationals. Then a big series at home against the Mets, yeah. which certainly could shift It'll the tides. It'll shift the odds if the Braves take two of three. Yeah. Right. And then they close the first half of the season with four on the road at Washington. So you could wait and see where we're at come the all-star break I mean it's not that crazy to see the Braves maybe in first place come the all-star break I mean the Mets they lost today to the Reds they get another game with the Reds which is always you know beneficial they've got four against the the, the the Cubs uh they face the Marlins they do
1: face one game with Sandy Alcantara so you know the Mets should all right, and second half of the year, the Mets. You mentioned they'll have those nine, nine games against the Nationals. They'll also take on Cincinnati for three games, Pittsburgh for seven games, and Oakland for three games. Those are some of the bottom feeders in Major League Baseball. I to keep an eye because when is Degrom scheduled to come
2: back? Probably after the All Star break.
1: Yeah, they're not going to push. They're not going to push him. But so, uh, he so looked good think, in his rehab. Yeah, start. think
2: about that. So he was throwing a hundred in his rehab start. Mm-hmm. They're going to take their time. The Braves are going to beat up on the Nationals more than likely. Seven games. You know, we'll see what happens to that three-game series. I wouldn't be surprised if the Braves are in first place heading into the All-Star break, and then maybe that is the Hammer time. Hammer the bounce, The bounce on the
1: Mets. Yeah, I like it. Believe in the Mets. I like it. I, I'd be, I'm very curious. Now, if the Mets win all three games in Atlanta, yeah. it changes everything. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So need, yeah. We actually, if you're going to bet the Mets, you actually need the Mets to lose two of three in Atlanta. Yeah. So it, let's say they go into the All Star break down a game to the Braves. By the way, Scherzer Alcantara on Sunday, July tenth, is the total for that game five and a half? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even kidding. You know. You know. I'm like,
2: cu- you know. I'm curious, Aaron. You know, because Aaron and I being Nats fans, anytime there was a big, big Nats game, Scherzer would start. He gets so amped up, he gives up a bomb in the first inning. I'm wondering.
1: Basic, oh yes, going against, yes. Run first inning yeah. in that is probably plus two hundred. I
2: know going up against we Alcantara. Should all, we
1: should all bet it. Yeah, the yes for yes first first uh, run inning. Whatever he'll know how you know great you know Sandy Alcantara
2: is and he'll get all juiced yeah. up and he'll probably groove one against the Marlins who by the way can't really hit anyway so maybe even a groove pitch won't won't come back to bite him but um yeah that'll be whew,
1: that'll be a uh, quite the I mean, quite the show I now. would assume the total is six and a half. But, like, could it could it be lower with Scherzer and, and Alcantara? Man. It could be lower, actually. We could have a total of six. Sunday game. Five and a half. At City Field. It's Ticks. a day game, too. It's not even Sunday Night Baseball. Man. Get yourself those tickets, New York. Come on now. Um,
2: the Mets, or the Yankees. Three to one now at South Point. Mm-hmm.
1: Are you all in on this Yankees team? Where, yeah. where are you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone's beaten them four out of seven. Really? I just can't see it. The way that this team is pitched, forget about their offense. The way that this team is pitched, and you want to talk about their offense, they signed Matt Carpenter off the sidewalk. He's got seven home runs already. He's been extremely productive for them. And now you look at the way that they've pitched – and the, or all this Chapman comes back and he stinks, but it doesn't matter. He's not a closer anymore. Clay Holmes is the closer. <laughs> so you're gonna have Chapman in like the eighth inning role. Oh, by the way, they're still waiting for Zach Britton to come back. That's another elite bullpen arm that could be a closer for them. And then you talk about whatever whatever move they're gonna make at the trade deadline. I mean, this team, I, I just what is their I can't see them losing need? four out of
2: seven. What is their what do you what will they go hunting for at the deadline? I mean, you can. I always, just think
1: best uh, whoever's available, best any, available.
2: Any anytime you can get a bullpen arm, it's
1: well bullpen. Yeah, you're all, you're always looking for yeah, bullpen arms. But there really is down. no weakness to this team that you could say. I mean, they have what the second best bullpen now in baseball behind the Astros. It was the first best bullpen behind, but then the Astros have just gone on this tear lately. Um, and then the way that the rotation has pitched with Cortez and and Cole and Jameson Tyone, even though he got roughed up here on, on a little bit on on Tuesday. Um, with Severino and Montgomery and this and the elite arms in the bullpen. Like I said, Chapman comes off the IL. He's not the closer. He lost his closer job. So you got one of the elite closures of the past several years is not even the closer anymore. They will get Britain back. This team is very – this is the most dangerous team that we've seen in a long time in Major League Baseball because of how – if it was just their lineup, like the Dodgers, you know, like oh, Dodgers have an incredible lineup, all start every position, uh, like last, you know, last year, two years ago, whatever. It, it's the way that the Yankees are pitching that is that is really separating them right now. Clay Holmes,
2: after uh, his save over over the weekend on Saturday, lowered his ERA. Now he he just got one out against the uh, against the, the Guardians, mm-hmm. but. His
1: ERA is .49. He gave up a run like last week. It snapped a 32-inning streak of scoreless of, of scoreless baseball. He's like Josh Hader. They're <laughs> the best two relievers in baseball.
2: How about Josh Hader? Did you see the uh, inside the park uh, homer on Sunday by the Cubs that hit off that random angle at uh, <laughs> AmFam
1: Field and ricocheted all around? The Yankees have a plus 159 run differential. Is that good? I think so. Yeah, decent.
2: All right take a look uh we'll revisit some uh we'll revisit a little bit the nba odds and kevin durant latest do that next here on the nightcap
3: this is the nightcap on
1: v-send the sports betting network
2: Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better. Year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Alongside Scott Seidenberg, I am Tim Murray. You can always tweet us, as you see right there, if you're watching. At yes. Scott's on air. Yes. At one Tim Murray. Uh, at real Sean King. He's not here, but you can always tweet Sean as well. Uh, he'll retweet it if, if you uh, agree with his position. Uh, that's That's what he does.
1: <laughs> um. uh, But Reds I, to win the Central. Ian, Got it.
2: Ian uh, has tweeted us, and uh, Ian, a loyal listener to V, since we always appreciate it at IMAC 44. He said, "Scott, mm-hmm. the Astros would like a word with you." I like him. Well, you said
1: no one's beating the uh, Yankees, though. Don't see it. Well, Although I, I don't hate a Jordan Alvarez AL MVP ticket. Mm. Plus What's seven, that? plus about seven fifty right now. Would you show me him? Gunning someone from the warning track to Yeah, I mean, he's you don't really see him in the field a lot, and he fired, caught a guy at the plate today. So what? What can't this guy do? And, and you know what's crazy? He was a Dodger. <laughs> like he he might be the best hitter in the American League, not named Aaron Judge or Shohei Otani, but like he, he, or Jose Ramirez, or I can keep naming other players. But tomorrow uh, Shohei Day. A um, Yeah, we'll but get to uh, imagine uh, Jordan still on the Dodgers. We'll get to
2: I just. I don't I don't I don't need to go down this this rabbit hole but the Dodgers have all the money in the world they spend it but mm-hmm. they also have impeccable uh, scouting department because it's Andrew Friedman coming over from the Rays that's what he did
1: so you and get trade away their stars <laughs>
2: Right but like but they still have this like yeah. they went out they traded for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner last year they gave up two of their top prospects but they're still fine, and they still have like I think a top five farm system. It's it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, look, they gave up a couple of years ago. They gave up Jordan Alvarez to get a relief pitcher for the, for like the playoff push, and they're still surviving, losing that. They're doing all right. top prospect. Yeah, yeah, they're they're doing fine. You know what's crazy is that I believe they gave the Astros the choice of the prospects, like they gave them a list, like who do you want to choose, and then they picked uh, Jordan Alvarez. Well, I mean they they
2: gave up. Four players for Manny Machado a couple of years ago. I don't think any of those. I, I don't believe. I mean, the Orioles have a, a really good farm system. I'm pretty sure none of those pieces have really done much. Uh, I think Dustin May initially was supposed to be in that deal, but uh, ultimately he was not. As the the ginger big fella is. Still Dean up. Kramer is probably the guy because he's starting. Yeah, he's, now he's and doing, doing well all right. For them, yeah, 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 he's doing pretty well. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you got a piece. You got to give up something. Uh, but it, it's it's it's. Really impressive as the Dodgers continue that, but yeah, continue to tweet us
1: as uh, uh, Scott trying to uh, let's get a little, let's get a little. Uh, what a home run! Now get a little thing going here. Tie the game. Yeah, tie the game is an tie odd. the game. You it's win. An automatic hit to there win. It's a win on the over. Scott is uh, sweating out over eight and a half in the Dodgers. I'm telling you, this is going to land. East. This is going to land on eight, and I'm going to think back to the the play at the plate where uh, <laughs> terrible base running by the uh, Dodgers led to a runner getting thrown out at the plate.
2: Um. Gavin
1: got, Gavin Lux.
2: Like, I, I gotta like. mention this. This is this is just so wild. So earlier tonight, I think tonight was was it tonight or was it last night that Summer League started? Because there's like three summer leagues. Well, the, the California, California one, classic thing, whatever started yeah. a couple days ago. And then there's the one in Salt Lake City. Yes. And then obviously everyone convenes here uh in, in Vegas on Thursday, which it's Palo versus Jabari on Thursday night, which actually mm. pretty cool. Um but so, Chet Holmgren had a hell of a night. I mean, it was great. Yeah. No denying that. 23 points, seven boards, four assists, six blocks. Um, I, think, um, I think he broke the summer league record for, for most blocks in a game or something like that.
1: A seven-footer. It would make
2: sense. He is now at FanDuel mm-hmm. the betting favorite to be, off, to be rookie of the year. Now, once again, he wasn't that far back. I yeah. think he was like third or fourth. But now he's the betting – he's plus 360 at FanDuel – he that has moved I think almost like 80 or 90 cents tonight uh DraftKings he has moved from plus 475 earlier this morning to 4 to 1 one game in summer league
1: all right now <laughs> what happens so who's playing tomorrow is Apollo against Jabari Smith that's Thursday Thursday all right yeah. what happens if Jabari Smith scores 30 points he's the favorite he's the favorite yeah <laughs> it's crazy It will change with every game because people are just going to log on to just you know place a bet. And it's the only and
2: and they're you know they're playing against what did you say earlier? Guys that will be be bagging groceries next week, or I would say like in Australia, but you know (laughs) bagging groceries. Wild, wild the movement we saw. Hell of a game though. He was he was great. Um, We we talked about KD quite a bit earlier in the show and 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 what we feel. Uh, I want to go back to. Sham Sharania over at The Athletic, the insider there, he was on Pat McAfee's show today, and he said that the Nets are operating under the possibility Kyrie and Kevin Durant could be on the opening night roster, and he said they will not move KD unless the price is met. I want to focus on Kyrie here, though. We know there is one team who will take Kyrie. That is the Los Angeles Lakers. Correct. If you're... The Brooklyn Nets, what do you do? Because we had the report out from Chris Haynes late last week from Yahoo Sports, which said <laughs> I had to laugh at this. That there were discussions, mm-hmm. obviously, and that the Lakers didn't want Joe Harris, they wanted Seth Curry. So the Lakers were trying to play. So it's 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 a big game of posturing. And now the the Brooklyn Nets are like, oh yeah, we're just not gonna send them. I don't. I'm not laying 350 on you know Kyrie going to the Lakers. That to me that's not a bet. But I'm not taking the plus 400. He's gonna be on the Nets. I think ultimately he's on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I think it just makes a ton of sense. I think the I think the Nets are done with him. They don't want. I him think there.
1: if I was the Nets, I would just say let's just go Russell for for Kyrie straight up. He, Russell's an expiring contract. Let's just get this guy off my team. You get your guy off your team. We'll see if Durant is happy reuniting with Westbrook, and then you guys can go on, and we'll continue to build our roster and do what we have to do. I think it's addition by subtraction for the Brooklyn Nets.
2: Yeah, I've heard some people. Uh, I think it was, you know, do you try to get him? You know, if you're if you're the Timberwolves, do you do you make a move because they don't really want D'Angelo Russell there? They're looking to make. If I'm any team. I'm not touching them. I'm not touching Kyrie Irving. The Lakers are the lone exception because they know what the Russell Westbrook experience is going to bring. They're not going to. They need something different, and they're going to try that. LeBron and Kyrie can work together like they did in uh, in twenty was it seventeen and won the title. So, if you're the Lakers, you make the move because you know you're you're stuck. You either have Russell Westbrook or you have Kyrie, and you'd rather take Kyrie. Look, if you get Kyrie and Joe Harris, I don't. You take that deal. Yes. If Sean Marks is like, all right, you know what? Here we go. I want to figure out a way, wh- I want to give us flexibility because if they do a sign and trade uh for DeAndre Ayton, they become hard capped and and that's where it gets tricky. And if Joe Harris and Kyrie are together, I think that's fifty-four million dollars. Russell is like 47, so they you know net a little flexibility there. If that offer is brought to you. The question is the the, the Nets are going to want that 2027 20, 27 first round pick. Do you do it if you're the Lakers? Or do you just kind of wait there and say, you play a game of chicken? Say, are you really going to go into the season with mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving on your roster, especially
1: if you trade Kevin Durant? I think if you're the Lakers, you do whatever you got to do to make a move because the window is closing. Oh, yeah. Fast, like really fast. And LeBron's only got so much time. <laughs> And and he's already
2: defied pretty much all logic at this point. And
1: this would be, I think, I think you got to do whatever you got to do to to get this, get this done. Because having Kyrie there rejuvenates LeBron and gives them the best chance to win a title.
2: Well, it gives them certainly, I mean, they have no chance right now.
1: Zero. Yeah. With Russell Westbrook on that roster.
2: We all know that. Everyone knows that. Um, Kyrie, I still don't think they have really a great shot, but it's a better shot. And I think if Joe Harris comes, he's been banged up. It's a better shot. You get a a shooter in there, so right now, come opening night, the odds say it's minus three fifty of the Lakers. Like I said, wouldn't make that bet. Do you believe that Kyrie Irving is a Laker in mid October? Yeah, I think the deal gets done. I do too. I know there's. I think it's just right now. It's just posturing. I, I think it's the Lakers had that story come out with Chris Haynes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, give us Seth Curry. Okay, it's not going to happen. Now Shams, I think that's all negotiating. Now Shams comes out yeah. and says, "Yeah, they might just say, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll keep Kyrie. He's under contract. Why don't we just keep him here?" At the end of the day, it makes sense. They don't want him in Brooklyn.
1: It's all negotiating. You leak information like of that to just get like they have no interest in Seth Curry, but you just say that because it's like you ask for too much, so then they then they're actually happy with the next offer that you asked them, which was actually the real offer that you wanted. I think the Lakers are, are,
2: are nervous about the 2027 pick because who knows where this organization will be. They probably don't want to include that. Ultimately, they're going to have to do something to sweeten the pot. And if you're the Lakers, you get Kyrie and Joe Harris. It's a lot better than, yeah. than, uh, than having uh, Russell Westbrook there. But you know what I wouldn't do like a lot of people are doing? Betting the Lakers 12-1 to to win the title. <laughs> uh, no thanks. That's Scott Seidenberg. I'm Tim Murray. We take a look at Wednesday's baseball slate to wrap up the show next. At Bet365, we don't do
0: ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
1: is Uncanny USA. He says somebody's in the house and I screamed.
0: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
1: A robot umpire guy. Like I you know I really want to see robot umpires. I've always been like, you know, the human element's a part of the game, right? But I think with the technology that we have nowadays where there's that little you know strike box on every television, um, it, the umpiring has been egregious. Uh, there's a Twitter handler called uh, uh, Umpire Auditor, which um, had this interesting tweet. Uh, Lance Barrett missed 16 calls, including five strikeouts in the Marlins-Angels game. How do you miss... That many How do you miss calls that result in five strikeouts? Like that changes five strikeouts, Tim. That changes the entire game, all because an umpire can't judge where the balls are in the strike zone. Like, only Angel Hernandez and Doug Eddings have blown more strikeouts in a game this entire season. It's, it's really bad. And I think if you're not going to have some sort of solution, which is the Robo umpires that could be coming, then I think... What these regional sports networks should do, and it's a shame because it really has inv- enhanced the viewing. Uh, remove the strike box. Mm. If you remove it, the fans aren't outraged as much. That's true because we can't tell. Sure. Now we can tell if the box is there, we see it, and and that's the thing. It's like you know, an umpire says, "Oh yeah, but the box is not always exactly accurate." Well, that's what the robo umpires are going to be. It's going to be utilizing that same technology. So. I've just seen it. I'm I'm very bothered by it this season, more so this season, I think, than any season in the past. Have I noticed the uh, how egregious some of these missed calls have been by these umpires?
2: So, if you're taking score at home, um, Joey Chestnut, greatest champion of all time. Yep. Robo ups Robo That That is the bookends of tonight's show from Scott Seidenberg.
1: And ban the shift. (laughs) What else you want to add? Well, I mean, we need to make baseball. We need to have more balls in play, you know, we need to have more hits, and launch <laughs> angle has to go away. And you know, I do like pitch comm, though. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, uh, the look ahead coming up, top of the hour, uh, it's going to be Hoops Peterson sitting in for uh, Mr. Seidenberg here. All right, let's uh, let's run through the baseball slate. I know this is what you do on a nightly basis there on the look ahead. So we'll uh, we'll wrap up the show looking at. Tomorrow's slate, couple day games, uh, but I want to jump to the Shohei Show. Uh, Otani on the hill. Marlins have been red hot. They've won six straight. Uh, yeah, my Nats were a nice uh, help. Help to that. Uh, they're twelve and one against the Nats. By the way, just keep that in mind moving forward. Uh, we've got Rogers for the for for the uh, Marlins and Shohei on the hill for the Angels. Uh, looks like mm, minus, let's say minus one sixty. Uh, For the Shohei show tomorrow, 24 strikeouts over his last two starts, Mm. zero runs allowed over his last three starts, one in his last four starts.
1: Does Shohei keep it rolling tomorrow night? in Miami yeah I'd rather play an Otani first five I'd rather you know bank on him to have another good start or at least start off strong Uh, but Miami's been so hot it's so Mm -hmm. hard to bet against them and it's so hard to avoid a team that has been winning like they have been winning um, and go you know against them getting plus money but the reason why I'd rather go with the first five with Otani is that we've seen the Marlins with some late inning magic Over the past, uh, over this win streak, so I'd look to attack them early.
2: Yeah, Trevor Rogers, something to keep in mind, he's been all over the place. Uh, His last handful of starts, 12 walks, I think his last four starts. So uh, he has, I think he's got an ERA north of five and a half. Um, So we will, uh, yeah, the first five, I don't see a first five price out there yet. That'll probably be out there in the morning. Um, But uh, Shohei Otani on the hill tomorrow. I'll just jump around, see what, uh, see if anything sticks there uh, for you. Corbin Burns, morning start for the Brewers. They lost. They got smacked up uh, tonight by the Cubs. The Cubs won uh, ultimately in that one 8-3. Uh, to three. So mm. Corbin Burns takes the hill tomorrow. Uh, they are a hefty morning favorite,
1: 240 against the Cubs. Uh, riding with Burns in the morning? Yeah, I don't know if there's any way you can play this game. You know, the minus two forty is just way too much. It looks like
2: much. the run line uh here at circa minus one twenty.
1: Yeah. Um I'll tell you what, let's take a look at the both New York teams coming off of a loss. Do you know who are the two best teams in major league baseball are after a loss this year?
2: Uh both New York teams? Both New York teams. Oh, okay. The Mets
1: twenty three and seven after a loss this year, Yankees fifteen and six. After a loss this year, the Mets take on the Reds. David Peterson against Graham Ashcraft, who's been very good this season for the Reds. Uh, Mets minus 165. and Then the Yankees heavy favorites with Luis Severino on the hill against Mitch Keller, uh, minus 250. So you'd probably go with the run line with the Yankees. But both New York teams are the two best teams in baseball after a loss. What did you say about the Pirates this year uh, against, was it the Yankees? The Pirates are 6-1 and one this year against the Yankees and Dodgers combined. $100 better is up. A little over twelve hundred dollars uh, betting on the on the, the the Pittsburgh Pirates when they play the Dodgers and the Yankees. A ginger brother keeping you alive a bit. Yeah, I mean Justin I, Turner. I mean, I would take a three run shot here. That would be the win, right? That would be the win. That would be the win. So uh, little, Scott's got the old miracle in
2: uh, in Rockies Dodgers. He's trying to do his best to uh, avoid the uh, the
1: Sean King here, but I get it, man. But you know what, like the, the Sean, I, I feel by like the way, like
2: is just, I, I, you, just,
1: you just don't. I feel right. like if we're in the top of the ninth and Craig Kimbrel's in, then you know I think uh I, I think that we have a chance because Colorado could easily score two runs and tie it off at Kimbrel. <laughs> I'm so bothered by this every time I see it you know it's the every time when he was this guy stinks when he was on
2: the Braves man, it was like a, it was like a cheat code when he would come into the game It was unbelievable. All right, so you like the Mets. Uh, what would be your place? So you think run line right now, run line for the Yankees, minus $1. forty-four here at Circa. Looks to be the lowest price on the Yankees tomorrow at the Pirates. That's, that is an
1: evening. Affair. Yeah, I'd probably do that. Probably go on a Mets run line as well since they're the road team. Uh, at Cincinnati, looking like
2: uh, minus. You could find South Point, even money. A couple spots, even money. Yeah, it's attractive. On the Mets tomorrow uh, on the run line. Uh, Keep fading my terrible nets. Aaron Nola on the hill for the Phillies. Oh baby. Josiah Gray. Oh baby.
1: Nationals. Oh, that sounds so sexy. Um, (laughs) You know what else? You know what else I like? How about the Cardinals? at plus money price against the Braves with Miles Michaelis on the hill. Plus
2: one sixty nine here at Circa. Yeah, don't hate it. Going up against Max Freed
1: for the Braves uh, tomorrow. and let's keep an eye on this Giants. Giants, The Giants are about to lose their sixth straight game. They did lose. Giants have lost their sixth straight game. I believe it's 12 out of 15 the Giants have lost. They are playing bad, bad baseball. And now they'll be favored again coming up here on Wednesday against the Diamondbacks. Minus
2: 123. Cobb on the hill against mm-hmm.
1: Kelly on the road. Road favorites for the Giants. Like I said, six straight losses now, and I think it's 12 of 15.
2: Uh, we got Rays and Red Sox tomorrow. Red Sox uh, looks like you could find it around a dollar twenty-five or so. Um, there you go. Nope. There's a run. Oh, we oh, got one on third. Okay, trot okay. home. All right. Was it been at five two? Five two.
1: At eight and a half. We're live. Get a homer here. It's a double. Double. A double. And, and remember, Kimbrel can always give up something in the top of the ninth.
2: Well, if you get to six two, it's not going to be Kimbrel, more than likely, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe it's you know.
1: Come in there. Or they bring him in non-safe situation because you got him up.
2: Look, you got you I know? mean, you got uh Clay Thompson's brother coming yeah. through with a little Trace op, little Apo <laughs> yep. uh single there. You just hope Cody Bellinger's not coming up now because Cody Bellinger's he's he's been your
1: enemy tonight. He's awful. <laughs> he's I I mean, I tweeted this out and I got people with hilarious responses in my mentions. Um has there been a a bigger drop off than what we have seen from Cody Bellinger? This guy was the MVP a couple of seasons ago, and he is he is just absolutely terrible. And you could look at yeah, there are steroid guys that we talk about that you know Brady Anderson right that had oh, yeah. the massive season, runs, yeah, and then drop off. Uh, somebody tweeted at me Robinson Cano, Robinson Cano, another guy who had a massive drop off. Uh, Chris Davis. It is or- Cody Bellinger. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> Honestly, all is forgiven if he has a three-run shot here. But I'm telling you right now, he During- is sh- he's striking out on three pitches. Here we go. Three-pitch strikeout coming. He is grounded into a double play, and he has struck out twice today. You can't have a worse game than that. During the breaks, Scott is just crushing Cody Bellinger now. With an
2: over of eight and a half, five to two men on first and second. Of course, Karma would have it. I mean, a three-run shot from Bellinger. Cody here. Bellinger comes up. What's the hey, conversation? You're thinking about walking the guy? <laughs> <Is> thanks, to, <laughs> thanks to Nick Whalen. <laughs> thanks to Paul Allen. Thanks to Chris <laughs> Andrews. For Scott Seidenberg, I'm Tim Murray. Hoops Peterson up next here on Vsin. Before you place your next bet, visit vsin.com for all the